Thank you for tuning in to the Victory is Greater Than the Struggle, an ex-lesbian podcast with myself, your host, Jessica Newsom. I wanted to share with you guys an experience I had, uh, an interaction I had with another individual, and it really made me think about the inner healing that we need in order to move forward, right? We're always telling God or asking God, God, I want this thing to be over with. I want this struggle to be over with. When is it going to be done? And we're always focused and fixed on the healing, like when it's going to happen, which is focusing on the future. And we never rest and deal with and allow God to mature us in the right now, right? Because the right now is what matters. If we're always focused on the future, if we're always focused on things that have not happened yet, We will be upset, frustrated, depressed, worried, sad, all of those different things right now. And many of us are living in this place uh, of just being frustrated with our right now, not allowing God to really work on those inward things because we're so upset about our current situation. So I ran into this woman And I am a super friendly person, okay? I am the kind of person to where if I am walking down the street and I see you and you have nice shoes or I like your hair or something, I will give you a compliment because I really feel as though, like, I wish we can go back um, decades where people were just super friendly, say hi on the street, you know, and just be really friendly towards one another instead of kind of that city life where it's like, you look down, you're looking at your phone, don't say hello to anyone, otherwise you're crazy. You know what I'm saying? Um, striking up conversation. So I like to just give compliments out, uh, whatever. And so this woman was coming my direction and she had beautiful, uh, beautiful long hair and it was like, uh, it was in a braid and um, what was the color? She had, I want to say ginger, that's not the right word. Um, she, uh, God, she was a redhead, right? Yeah, she was a redhead. And I loved it. It was so beautiful. And she was coming my direction. I was going the opposite way. And I just said, excuse me, I just wanted to tell you, I absolutely love your hair. It's so beautiful. And I love the color. And she just stopped. At first, she had the the, the, the regular face we all have on when we're walking, right? Or when we're interacting with people, it's a face that says, I'm fine. Everything's okay. Life is good. I'm grateful to be here. Right. But the moment I said that it was night and day, she started crying. She was downcast. All of a sudden she just started pouring out her entire life to me. She started explaining to me the trouble that that she had in a past relationship. I assume she's newly out of it and it's difficult. And in this past relationship, the man that she was with did not value her, right? He valued the exterior and not the interior, right? He valued, let's say, um, a really nice, tight, thin body, um, black hair, you know, not not the color hair she had. Uh, he valued everything that she wasn't, okay? And she was so frustrated by this. She was so beat down. That's the word. She was so beat down by this that it just had broken her. It broken her spirit. It broken the way. Uh, uh, it broke the way she carried herself. 
um, how she viewed herself and how she thought people viewed her. And let's take it a step further, like many of us, how we think the father may view us. And as she was telling me like uh, her, her, her story, she also mentioned, she said, I saw you earlier and I thought to myself, you are absolutely beautiful. She was like, um, I thought that you are a beautiful black woman. You have a beautiful body. And I thought to, and I, and I was listening to her tell me this. And she continued to say, and that's what he always thought was more beautiful than the way I looked. You know, he thought black women were more beautiful. He thought dark hair was more beautiful. And I looked at you and I just said, man, I wish I looked like that, right? And this, this, this young woman, she was beautiful. She was truly beautiful. And I thought to myself, how many times do we do this to ourselves? Do we look at other people? And want what they have, no matter what it is. It could be money, um, it could be other finances, it could be jobs, it could be looks, it could be a relationship with God, it can be so many different things. It could be a relationship period, and we 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 fixate on the thing that we don't have, and we think that if we look like something else, if we have what someone else has, literally what they have, then we will be better, we will feel better, we will feel we will fill that void within us, which is a void that only God can fill. And so when it comes down to our walk with God, when it comes down to getting to that place to where we are free and delivered, right? This is, the, this is like many of our goal. We just want to be free. We want to be delivered from that stronghold. One of the things that I think keep us from getting to that place is thinking that we are not worthy of it because, because I sinned yesterday, because I sinned last week, because my thought, my thought life is totally jacked up because I did not pass that test. Whatever it is, we discount ourselves from being able to walk with God in the right now and we stay stuck. We stay stuck in the guilt and the shame of the very thing that God says, my son died for that. My son died. Jesus died for every sin. He knew you were going to miss that test. He knew that, you know, you still had some stuff to work on. He knows all of that stuff. And still God chose you and sent his son to die on the cross for you so that you can be in right standing with me, with God, right? So that you can be right with God. It's not by your works. It's not by you passing every test. It's not by you thinking perfectly every single minute, every hour of every day that you are right with God. It is by the blood of Jesus Christ that shed that, 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 that was shed on the cross for your sins that makes us in right standing. Now, does that mean that we can sin and go do whatever we want, go buck wild? Of course not, right? Because God also says, I want you guys to read the book of um, Romans. Read the book of Romans. If you aren't reading anything, read the book of Romans. If you were stuck, if you were struggling, it will bless you. Okay. 
I totally forgot what I was saying. I do that. Um, but I totally, yeah, totally forgot. So when it comes down to us struggling, it's not by our works. Because that's what the enemy wants you to think. He wants you to live by works. Because the moment you don't meet that perfect standard, then he will remind you of how you missed the mark, how you're unworthy. He will condemn you. He will get you to condemn yourself. And to live in a place of being paralyzed. What do I mean by that? You feel so miserable about yourself, about your current situation, that you don't worship God, that you don't spend time with God, that you don't open the Bible because God, you're just, you're just so jacked up, right? But we have to get to a place to where we tune out the world and tune out the enemy because those thoughts that you have, those thoughts that people have told you, those, those, those things, those words that people have told you um, about yourself to make you feel this big, right? And, and going into the area of, you know, being ex-LGBTQ, what, what are the things that we struggle with? We struggle with, well, maybe I'm not feminine enough. I'm not girly enough, right? I don't, I don't, I don't walk the way I should. Maybe I don't talk the way I should. You know, I'm too masculine or I've never dated a guy. I don't know what to do. I feel like I'm five years old, right? And so we think that these women are so far ahead of us and maybe in some areas they are, but that does not mean that you are unworthy, to find a mate. It does not mean that God will not give you what you're asking for because you aren't uh, uh, girly enough, right? Sometimes I, I look at other people and I do that very thing. I look at the tiny five foot two, um, very like uh, uh, thin blonde girl with blue eyes. And I just tell myself sometimes that's what men always go for right? I am 5'10", right? I am not that tiny, right? Um, um, I'm average, right? I'm, I'm fit, but I compare myself to something that I not, to something that I'm not, right? And I go, man, I'm Shrek compared to that tiny little cute thing, right? And, and it frustrates me because then I begin to tell myself, well, I'm never going to get that, right? I'm never going to get that kind of guy because that kind of guy goes after that kind of girl. And so much like the girl that I encountered, we have to take off that cloak that the enemy puts on, that heavy weight that the enemy puts on, the heavy weight of wrong thinking, of condemnation, of guilt, of comparing ourselves to others. We have to take that thing off and really begin to understand that God made us perfectly. Maybe we do need to lose a couple pounds, right? I'm not trying to say that, you know, we just rest in things that we know we need to change. Maybe we do need to eat more healthy, most definitely, right? Maybe we need to make more healthier food decisions. Maybe we need to lose a little bit. Maybe we definitely definitely need to go and work out. You know, there are changes that we need to make, but we don't make them because we're searching for a person. We make them because we want to be 
healthy. We want to be the person that God has created us to be healthy with mind, with body, and with our soul, right? Our spirit man needs to be healthy, but our body needs to be healthy, right? So that we can go and do the things that we want to do, the things that God is calling us to do. Maybe you're called to full-time ministry, but you can't even travel because you have so much weight on you, right? And you can't do, you are, you are limited to the things that you can do. So don't condemn yourself because of those things. Sometimes people have a medical condition, right? And so it's doing what you can and loving yourself right now where you are, right? And really beginning to understand the love of the Father. Understanding that the Father loves you right where you are, right where you are. He loves you with your black hair, with your brown hair, with your blonde hair. He loves you in a size two and a size 22, right? He, he, he loves you at five, two. He loves you at five, 10. He loves you at six, three girl. Okay. Um, and so oftentimes the enemy will get you to carry yourself in a place to where people can tell that you don't love yourself, where people can tell that you don't value yourself, where people can tell that you are so thirsty for a spouse, thinking that that can complete you, thirsty for a certain change, thinking that God can't complete you, and it's that that turns them off. Not the way you look, but they can see the inside. They could see that you can't hold eye contact because you feel less than. You're always looking down, right? And so if the enemy can beat you down to where you look like that, then he's winning. He's winning some stuff. So we have to really begin to understand and receive the love of the Father, the love that he has for us and towards us. And as he begins that inner healing, sometimes, sometimes, shoot, we, we need to take medicine because we have different, um, different imbalances. You know, I've spoken several times about, um, my mental health journey and, you know, that I take medication for, um, depression. And that was a struggle to even say yes to doing that because I really felt like, no, God will set me free from this. Or maybe I don't have enough faith. You know, that's why it's not breaking. All the while, this imbalance on the inside of me is messing up the way I carry myself, the way I work, the, uh, the relationships that are around, that are around me. Um, I wish there was something for stuttering. <laughs> um, and it's like God wants to pull you out of that pit but we are so crippled that we can't even we can't even reach up our hand to him to say help me. So sometimes we need to find medicine and if one medication does not work, we need to find another medication and maybe that will work. And um you know, I've I've tried a medication one time and whoa, it was not the right one. Uh it tore me up, but then I immediately started trying a new one and it was the perfect fit. And I was able to then say, okay, God, I can reach my hand up to you. I could do my part, which isn't that much, but I could do my part. 
and reach my hand up to you and you pull me up. You begin to pull me up out of this pit. What does that look like reaching your hand up to God? It looks like going to church, being consistent, reading your Bible, spending time with him in that quiet place when no one else is around. It's learning that discipline. But when you are so paralyzed by your stuff, by that by the depression, by the self-hate, by the suicidal thoughts, by the anxiety, by the doubt, by the fear, by the words that people have put on us that we have carried so long. Many times we don't even have that strength to be able to say, okay, God, I'm ready. I hope that this really helped you. Man, I, I'm listening to myself and it's helping me. Um, but I don't want to ever run too long. I like to make these things short and sweet. Um, thank you guys for tuning in to my podcast. If you are checking me out on YouTube, a lot of people check me out on YouTube and that's super awesome. I super love it. Okay. But please check me out on the podcast so I can get more views so I can get more followers on that. Um, so that, you know, and, and, and share it so that this message can be spread out just the way it's spread out on YouTube. Okay. You can find me on the podcast by putting in my name. My name is Jessica Newsom. Common spelling J E S S I C A Newsom N E W S O M E. You could find me there on any podcast wherever podcasts are being thrown out there. Um, rate and review me. YouTube, subscribe, like me and share me. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in and I will definitely hit you up next time. Oh, and as always, if you have a question, you want to talk to me, I uh, love the fact that I get to spend time with people and uh, minister to them via the phone, right? Or it'll be on Zoom or something like that if they want to do a face-to-face. And I have the ability to listen to your story, to hear your heart of where you are right now in your journey or lack of journey. And I have the ability to minister to you, to give you um, some tidbits that I don't necessarily always share on uh, my podcast. So you could definitely um, go to my website. You could find me there and send me an email. The website is loveatthecross.com, loveatthecross.com. You'll find all my material there. You'll find my book there. If you haven't checked out my book, dude, check it out. It's called An Unconventional Love Letter to the LGBTQ Community. If you are struggling with homosexuality, if you have loved ones that are struggling with homosexuality, Whatever the case is, read this book. It will bless your life, okay? I'm telling you that. I love you guys, and I'll see you next time. Oh, yes, I keep doing this. Please donate. Donate to um, Love of the Cross. We have conferences. That gives me the ability to be able to spend time reaching out to you guys and ministering to you and to do this podcast as well. Love you guys. See ya.